You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hey there, everyone. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. We're talking to you today about some basic principles that have to do with not only your health, but just how you live life in general. And, and these really come back to biblical principles. Because when we come back and down to it, when we look at our, our lives and how we live our lives and how we live our lives currently and how we lived our lives thousands of years ago, we were at our, our really at our, our healthiest and we were doing the right things for our body back in the biblical times, right? And so when you look at the Bible, now I, just full disclosure, I, I am not an expert when it comes to the Bible, um, but I do know some of the basic principles of how people ate back then in those biblical times. And that's really what I'm referring to because when we look back through those historical documents, I mean, people were eating God-based eating principles. And what I mean by that is they were living on the land. They were living on God-made foods, God-made products of the land, and, and not being dependent on the things that man made because see what happens is in our in our society in our cultures when we start to get into this man-made um, life of consumption whether it be materialistic things or whether it be things we actually put into our bodies on our bodies uh, this all the research out there shows that when we use these things we are at our most sick state so when you look at the the statistics for instance looking at America we are at a sicker time now um, at, at any other point in our existence, as far as the fact that we have higher rates of cancer, higher rates of heart disease, more chronic disease than ever before, autism rates skyrocketing, obesity at its all-time worst. I mean, and the list just goes on. You say, okay, what is going on here? We have more technological advancements. We have more um, abundance, more resources than at any other time in our history, yet we are sicker than ever. And so what happens is basically people just get away from some basic God-given principles um, that we are designed and we have been, uh, you can say evolved or whatever you want to say, but we have been created to live by and until something drastic changes and we go through just a, an exponential rate of, of evolution or something, like we are, we are stuck with what we've got. And so what we've got is a great thing, but we've got to respect that, right? We can't just go against these principles. It's kind of like thinking that you can create health in your body by taking a poison. It just doesn't line up, right? It's like a total opposites, and you get that. Like, you can't take poison to get a, a, a outcome of health. However, when you look at the average American, that's exactly how we look and treat our health, as we put poison in our body, i.e. medications, thinking that it's going to lead towards us being in a healthier state. Now, don't get those two things confused because there's a difference between a temporary relief of a symptom and actually having a higher level of health. And that's where we get confused, and that's where we drop the ball. So just as I give you an example, back in the biblical days, people would eat 
bread, right? They broke bread. They, that was a big thing. It was a part of their lives. And you didn't hear about people being gluten intolerant, right? You didn't really see that or hear that in the Bible or in the historical documents back then or the colitis and these types of things. But what you don't realize is that back then they didn't process the grains. Like we know. They didn't have the higher hybridizations for things like gluten. They didn't go through the processing that create the problems that you see so many people having gluten intolerances for today, right? Just to give you an example, I mean, my wife and I, a couple years ago, we went over to Europe, to Italy to travel. And, you know, it was a great time. And we were really worried because we're like, oh man, we both love pasta. We love to eat that stuff. Like you put it in front of us, it is gone. And they're like, oh man, how are we going to do? Because in America where we live, I mean, it is, if you eat pasta and if we ate pasta, like it is, GI disaster, right? It's like, I mean, gassy, bloated, not feeling great, sluggish, low energy. And so we really try to stay away from that stuff as much as we can when we're um, eating in America. But there we're like, oh man, we, we want to try the culture, right? And we want to see these things and taste this food. And so, you know, we went we went for it, we did it. And the fact is, is like, man, after the first couple of days there, I was like, wow, like I feel no different. Like my, my body feels good still. Like I'm, I'm not having the GI problems. My wife is saying the same thing. And we went through this whole trip, like over 10 days. Um, and we had no problems at all. And we were wondering like, what the heck is going on? And it came back to understanding that, you know, certain ways of processing, even in like places like Italy and Europe, they still adhere to a lot of these basic principles of how people used to eat thousands of years ago. And so, you know, a lot of these areas don't have as many problems as we do, but as they get more, quote unquote, westernized, those issues start to come in more and more. And so just look around you, like what things are you doing right now that you like, what are you putting in your body or doing to your body that weren't around thousands of years ago? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not getting into this debate about, you know, medications and this and that and how they save people's lives. And I'm not debating that, right? There is a place in time for a medication. There's a place in time for uh, emergency type care, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about our everyday lives on a consistent basis. Cause when you look at things like high blood pressure and cholesterol and someone's on a medication for that and you ask them, well, how long did your doctor say you have to be on that for? And it's going to give you the deer in the headlights to look like, uh, I don't know, I guess forever. Well, that is not healthcare. That is not what those things are ever designed for. Um, they're designed for really crisis. That's where they were originally designed for. But, but medical um, community, pharmaceutical companies have changed that mindset that we have and modified those things so that it just becomes a daily habit. It's just like taking your daily uh, dose of water, like, hey, we need water to survive. Well, hey, you need a medication to survive too. No, we've just been brainwashed into that. And so we've gotten so far removed from these basic principles of healing and repair uh, that we've just gotten sicker and sicker because of it. You know, some of those things to understand too is that, you know, when it look comes down to biblical principles and, and how we eat is like they were eating organic foods. Like there weren't chemicals and pesticides around. They were eating things that weren't exposed to harsh things that now are shown to create cancer and hormonal imbalances and infertility and autoimmune diseases. However, we continue to put those things on our food on a daily basis, right? They didn't have preservatives back then, right? The preservative was maybe sugar, right? Maybe salt, um, but they didn't eat a lot of those things that were heavily exposed to sugar, right? Their sugars they were getting were from fruits. And when they did have sources of sugar, they were actually in season. So it was seasonal eating. 
So it wasn't like now where we have 24-7 access to fruit all the time and sugar all the time. No, like those were really a treat. Like when oranges, for instance, came into season, like they would have oranges and then they wouldn't have oranges for the other, you know, 10 months or more out of the year, right? Or if they came into, you know, the olives and the olive tree, like they would have that for a little bit and then they, those things would go away. Like those fresh sources of food came in seasonal periods of time. They came during the seasons, not just 24 seven. And so really we have to understand is people were gatherers back then too. Like they were farmers, sure, but they were seasonal. And then there were a lot of gathering things as well, like foods that they ate, just not have readily access to those things. And so, you know, sometimes there would be times of scarcity where we would have maybe an abundance of food for a short period of time. And then we would have a famine maybe where we'd have to go days or weeks with very little or sometimes no food at all. And that would create that ketosis that you hear people talk about, right? The, the ketosis buzzword, ketogenic diets, all these things. Well, those are good principles and good physiological things to have happen in our body periodically. But now in our day and age and in our abundance, we don't really get that. Like our body is always full, right? We very rarely ever fast or have to starve or anything like that. And so our body's metabolism, our hormones, everything that go around and associate with that just kind of go on autopilot. Don't really have to work. And like any muscle, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? It just, it happens, right? Like, I mean, I remember when I first um, got out of college, I had, I had played college football and was used to working out in the gym like five, six days a week. We'd do that very consistently. But once I got on with that, you know, I, I didn't work out. Like I kind of got out of that habit for a little while. And, and, you know, I went back to the, the bench to do a workout and I was used to, you know, benching like, you know, 360 pounds or something like that. And I went back and well, I'm lucky if I could even get like not even 300 pounds up. And I was like, wow, like, what happened there? Like I, just a couple months ago, I was in this peak performance. And now look at me, I, I'm not even hitting goals that I could hit three or four years ago. And it all came back to working that muscle, right? And so no matter what muscle you're working, whether it be your physical muscle, your mental muscle, if you're not using those things, you are losing them. So we got to be consistent in those things. And that's what it comes down to when it comes to living in an abundance when it comes down to having a quality of life, when it comes to overcoming the obstacles we have in our health, uh, whether it be getting our energy levels back, whether it be getting our, our hormones back to where we want them to be so we don't have these highs and lows and hot flashes and, and pain and all these things that go associated with dysfunction in our body, it just comes back to being consistent and doing the right things. Because I know 100% of the time, if I eat well, if I exercise, if I make sure I keep toxicity out of my body, if I make sure I have the right state of mind and I make sure that my nervous system is functioning well, I know that 100% of the time I'm going to get better. It's not like a, a guess. And that's the great thing I love about, you know, this biblically based principles, the, the five foundations of health is like, these are just principles that if you apply into your life and you are consistent, that things will change. And that happens 100% of the time. Now, it doesn't always happen in our time frame, right? I mean, you've been there, right? You've, you've eaten well, you've exercised, you've done the things you want to do that you think you should be doing, and you're, maybe you've even done it for a few months, and it's just you're not even losing the weight, and you're getting fresher. You may even gain a couple pounds. I get it. Um, you know, I've been there. I've seen plenty of people be there before you, and it's just that difference between that extra week, that extra month, that extra three months, you know, everybody's path to where they've gotten to is different, 
the stresses you've put on your body physically, chemically, and emotionally are different, and it just takes time to heal. And about doing the right things consistently. And only God really knows when that time will be. But it's testing us, right? And it's testing us and it's helping us get stronger. And we can't grow and get stronger unless we're doing the things that are going to stretch us a little bit further. And it's right to that point where you're just about to give up. And just a little bit further is where the change happens. And that's where not just the short-term change happens. That's where the long-term, long-lasting change happens. And I know you can get there. Because I've seen thousands of people, I've helped thousands of patients get there. So I know if they can do it, I know that you can do it as well. And so just remember, when we're looking at taking care of ourselves and you, you get to the grocery store, you're looking to make a decision for your health, just get back to this one basic principle. Is this a God-given principle? Is this man-made or is this God-made? And if it's God-made, it's probably an okay thing for you to do, right? But if it is man-made, you really want to question it and question it and question it and be your own best educator because you have the best doctor inside of you, right? It's not the person outside looking in. Okay. So you have a great day. Remember your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.